Hi, this is Tim Golden of the Motown Philly Podcast here asking you an important question. Are you a woman survivor of childhood sexual abuse? If so, your voice is your strength and your healing journey starts now. Broken to Blessed, hosted by Michelle Hall, is the podcast designed specifically to serve you. Tune in to witness the remarkable transformation as survivors share how they reclaim their lives through the power of their voices. This podcast is your safe space to find your voice and thrive. Explore real stories of resilience, growth, and empowerment, and discover how your voice can be the key to unlocking your healing journey. Ready to rewrite your story? Subscribe today to Broken to Blessed with Michelle Hall on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Broken to Blessed, where your voice transforms your story and paves the way to a life of empowerment. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work. Hello, 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 and what is going on, guys? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of the Motown Philly Podcast. You hear it in my voice. I am super excited for this episode coming in here today. So come on into the room. Come on into the room. I am Jason Hall, one half of the Motown Philly Podcast, and I'm here with my co-host, my partner in time and crime. Who is this? Who are we speaking about? None other than you speaking about Tim Golden. I'm the Philly from Motown Philly, from the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. Glad to be with you on season two, episode nine. What's up, Jay? What is going on, Chip? It's good to be here, bro. Yes, it is, man. Yes, it is. Listen, I get to throw you the ball for this particular part of. If you guys are new to this, to our, to our podcast, or if you've uh, been here a while, we like to do this segment that is all about gratitude. Tim, let them hear some gratitude, bro. Yes, indeed. In the words of Jay, when Jay usually does this segment, he says, the gratitude game, stay tight. And I want yeah. y'all to know that here at the Motown Philly podcast, there is no better way to build communication connection and community with yourself and others than through gratitude. Jason and I are so grateful for all the things that are happening here at the Motown Philly podcast. Are things perfect? No, but things don't have to be perfect for you to be thankful. And I'm thankful for the energy that Jason brings each week. I'm thankful for our stupendous, terrific outstanding excellent guest that we have today who jason will introduce when i throw it back to him i'm thankful that we are now up at just about 61 episodes and and just to think that you all have been on this journey some folks out there in motown philly land been rocking with us since day one and i wish you could see the smile on our faces the smiles on our faces right now man because we don't take it for granted man Mm -hmm. we want y'all to know how thankful we are whether you in the 
whether you're in the car taking the kids to school or whether you in the kitchen, I like to say making some macaroni and cheese or whatever it is you're doing. Maybe you're doing laundry. Maybe you just are sitting down eating some wings and some pizza with your friends, man. Whatever it is you're doing, we do not take it for granted that you all give us the privilege mm-hmm. of being part of your lives. So things are not perfect here, but things aren't perfect anywhere. But that doesn't mean that we can't be thankful. And we are thankful for you and all that you do for us. I'm thankful for Jason. I'm thankful for our guest. I'm thankful for the medium of technology that enables us to occupy a space in the podcast universe where all we try to do is make the world a little bit better than it than it was when we found it so jason i just can't i can't say thank you enough if i keep saying thank you we ain't never gonna get to our Uh so listen motown philly fam love y'all thank you for letting us be a part of your lives and we're just going to ask you to continue to grow with us we're not perfect you're not perfect let's be imperfect together let's get better together and let's do life together thank you thank you and a thousand times thank you jay take it away brother gratitude game stay tight stay Stay tight tight. stay tight baby gratitude stay tight Listen, guys, I got goosebumps on this one. Got goosebumps on this one. Um, this particular episode, I'm extremely, I don't, I don't want to cause too much pressure here, but I, I'm extremely excited about this one. Um, coming to the stage, if you will, on this podcast episode, the ninth of season two, we have my sister, my friend, uh, Michelle Hall is in the building. Michelle, say what's up, and then I'm gonna ask you. Uh, I'm gonna ask you to introduce, like, who you are. Like, listen, I can tell a lot. I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of overwhelmed right now, in a, in a sense, because you're here with us. Um, now let me, let me give a little intro, and then, and then I'll take it away. Can I do that? That's fine. Okay, listen, y'all. Michelle, Michelle is near and dear to my heart. You guys know I'm a communication skills coach, and uh, Michelle has been one of my my clients slash students and work with her and she's 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 been excellent she's she's been doing great things in the space that she's created and she's was willing to grace our podcast platform uh and kind of tell the world a little bit from, from our universe about who she is and what what she is doing and how she's impacting Listen, we talk about communication, connection and community and Michelle embodies this 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 mantra that is part of our our platform base. So, Michelle, uh, welcome to the podcast officially. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with the Motown Philly family. Great, great, great. Michelle is she among many things that she does. She is a podcast Host herself from the Broken to Bless podcast, and I just want you to be able to tell uh, those who are listening, like what your podcast is. And before you do that, tell the people who you are, and then we can talk about your podcast. Ooh, who am I? Yeah, um, who's Michelle Hall? 
First of all, are we re- are we related? I mean, what is that about? I think we're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> right. right. Um, well, I am a podcast host. Um, I am a Christian life coach. Um, I am a certified public a- accountant. I am a lot of those, a lot of things. I'm a mom of um, a newly sworn in soldier. So I'm excited about that. Um, you know, I do all all the things. Michelle does do all the things. Uh, quickly, tell us a, not quickly. Tell us a little bit about broken to broken to bless and like what you started as of as of lately. Where did it? Where did that? What is it? Where did it come from? Uh, the podcast uh, broken to blessed is targeted to women survivors of childhood sexual abuse. Uh, It came about because that's my story. Um, I was, I was raped uh, at about age 10 by two cousins that I grew up with. um, And it just, it changed who I was. I didn't realize it at that time as, as a young girl, I didn't realize that. But um, as I got older and, um, you know, was trying to function in the world, I began to have um, problems. Uh, Thoughts started to come back and and it just started to really bother me. And um, the route that I took when the uh, sexual abuse happened is I didn't share it with anybody. I didn't tell anyone. My 10 year old mind told me to just act like it never happened. And so that's how I went about uh, through the rest of my teen years and well into my 20s. You know, I I got married very young and didn't share that information with my husband, which I I do not recommend that folks do that. Your partner needs to know what's going on with you because it just created a lot of things that didn't have to be. So uh, that's how the podcast came about and um, as a result of my own story. But as I, as I moved on through life, I, it got to a point where it was really, really bothering me. And I really kind of felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown because I was holding on to so much stuff, not just that, but other things that had happened in life as well. That's just, that was how I coped with things. And so I had buried so much stuff and it all kind of started to come to a head. Um, probably in my early 40s and um and I finally told my now ex-husband uh what had happened uh, you know with the, with the sexual abuse and that's when I got into counseling and was in counseling for several years but it was it was it was probably one of the best moves that I've made because it allowed me to get all of that stuff out I had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of stuff. And um, it was just so helpful, so cathartic for me just to talk that stuff out. Because, um, you know, I I know you guys have talked about going to therapy. So I I know you know what that experience has been for, for you. But for me, it just really gave me that safe space, the safe space to to just say any and everything I needed to say that I had not said for like my whole life. <laughs> and so I would just go in and I would just talk and 
and and cry and talk and laugh and talk some more and it you know it was just really really helpful and so yeah that's where the podcast uh that's that's where it came from wow listen y'all we went we went there we went there from the beginning huh tim wow wow michelle i i'm just i'm just blown away by your vulnerability and by your transparency uh, your honesty your sincerity your courage Mm -hmm. your bravery your consistency i could go on and Mm -hmm. on uh, about how awesome it is that you have been able to make it through such a long long journey and i i i can speak as someone who hasn't suffered sexual abuse but I'm sure there's a, a deep emotional component to what you've been through. Absolutely. And and what I would uh, what I would uh, ask Michelle, could you just share a little bit about your journey in therapy and what how your journey in in therapy has helped you get to the point where you are now? Uh, I guess, well, the first question would be, um, do you see yourself as someone who is fully healed from that trauma? And if not, like, is healing a destination for you or is it all part of your journey? And what role has therapy played in your in your process? See, I told y'all y'all was going to go deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. he- healing, I think, is I think is ongoing, and in, in, in a sense, um, I can tell you that I am not bothered by the abuse as far as having triggers and things of that that nature. Um, I was able to resolve those those feelings and pretty much uh, left that. Um, but you know, you were saying there's an emotional part. And so there are still some things that I'm working on, I guess I'll just put it that way. Um, but one, one of the things that I vowed to do for myself as I was going through therapy was that I wanted to, I wanted to get to know myself and get to know who I really was because um like I said I did get married young I got married at 21 and at the time I got married I was living with my mom so I was never really out on on my own to really get a chance to kind of uh experience who I who I was and I was also um burdened with the trauma so I didn't even have a clear picture of who I was so that was part of my, that was part of what I wanted to do in therapy was I wanted to be more self, self-aware, I guess is a better word, self-knowing. And that included um, the good stuff and the not so good stuff. And, um, you know, oftentimes we don't want to look at the bad parts of ourselves. We don't want to acknowledge that we have issues or we have problems or things of that nature. But I I wanted to be a better person and I wanted to know myself fully. And I I still do that now when I when I'm 
feeling some kind of way about something, you know, I take the time to try to figure out why do you feel this way? Is it this or is it that? Because I don't want stuff lingering. I, I, I had stuff lingering for 40 plus years. I don't want that anymore. So I try to make sure that I pay attention to how I'm feeling and uh, what's going on. Uh, you know, when something new comes up, when a situation changes or something of that nature, you know, I really try to work through it so that I'm not, I, I don't want stuff taking up real estate in, in my head. That's, that's, that's excellent, Michelle. Um, when I, I think about your journey, Tim and I, I think everyone, we, we have a journey and I think the journey starts, it, it always starts before we actually acknowledge the fact that we're on a journey, right? And then once you realize that we're on a journey, that's that's when the awareness factor kicks in. And I I love the fact how you articulated like you went you started with you. Like we can often and Tim and I talked about it last week in our episode about therapy. We can often look at other people and there's a lot of blame that's going on from the from us, you know, from us, the person outwardly thinking about it's their fault. They did that. Why are you like this? If you didn't, you know, if you weren't like this or if you didn't, but you started with like, yo, I'm trying to understand myself. Tim and I talk about communication, connection and community. Mm-hmm. And that communication uh, doesn't start with how we communicate outwardly. It's how we communicate inwardly. And it sounds like that's what that, that's where your work began. Yes. It was just like, yo, these these things have happened in my life and I got to figure out me. I got to figure out what do these things not just mean, but how do I start articulating them? Like, because they happen, but I never even said words and rap language around these things. Right. And in therapy, you just had a space just to kind of. I like to say vomit, just vomit <laughs> up all the stuff that's on the oh, inside yeah. out. And yes. it's so beautiful, like for people who never been in therapy, like like therapy is a safe space. Like that dude or that woman is not going out like, yo, blasting. And then there's there's I don't know. Tim probably feels the same way. It's like there's not a there's very few safe, safer places Right. Then when you find a counselor or a therapist who really sees you and then they don't have a judgy feeling as you articulate whatever they That's just right. they create an environment for you just to really show up fully um, and be vulnerable. In. And, and we appreciate it. Like as you were telling us your story and I think Tim, I don't want to speak for Tim, but I was feeling I was re-reminded of how my life is better because I know Michelle Hall. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I'm glad I have a positive impact. No, you do. Like you, was, the smiling started on the inside and started to be over, started to come out on the on the outside because your journey and your ability to articulate your journey like we started off this podcast and you was like yo this is my story and it's so raw <laughs> it's so raw yeah and like tim said all those words that tim said like the vulnerability of it 
the transparency of it, the honestness of it, the sincerity, like you, like people who are listening to this, they're going to be like, whoa, like, where can I get some of what she has so I can make my journey as, as, as rich as hers, despite the experience, you know, and the experiences, like you said, it all good and bad. So I just... I don't know if that's a question yet, but that's just straight commentary on where, where we are right now. Um, I, well, you know, um, mm -hmm. I would never have thought that I would be on anybody's airwaves saying these words because I did internalize it for so long. And I had actually vowed, I'm, I'm, I, I have to tell you all this story. Mm -hmm. I, I actually, so, I wanted to be a life coach and I wanted to help these women. Um, but I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could help these women if I didn't tell my own story. Mm -hmm. At the time, I wasn't ready to tell the story. So I told God, I said, well, I guess I'm not meant to be this coach because um, I'm not telling this story. I'm not going to do it. I mean, wow. yeah, who, who who am I to tell God, right? <laughs> but uh, that is literally what happened. And I was like, mm -mm, nope, I am not going to do it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to put this out. And I'm sure he was probably laughing. He was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to see about this. So I, I really had no intention. I went through therapy for like three years and I never told my family. I, I told my, my husband, but I never told anybody else. And I had no intention of telling my mom and my sisters. I, I felt like I got what I needed when I went to therapy. And I'm like, well, that's all that it needs to be. But I still couldn't help these women without telling my story. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, you know, we're going to see how this going to work out, right? <laughs> but, you know, God has such a beautiful way of working things out. And he created a situation that made it effortlessly for me to tell the story. Someone else was telling me their story of being abused by the same person. Mm. And I could not let this person believe they were the only one. And that's how my story got out. And um, and it was a whole thing with the family, which is what I thought it would, would be. You know, there was a separation of the family. There was some words spoken and there were some things, you know, that, that took place. But, you know, at that time, I was... Apparently, I was ready to deal with it and deal with the consequences of the information coming out. So I had no ill thoughts about it. And that's when I knew it was time. You know, it, at, at that time, I was ready to move on and to start helping these these women. Now, I, I just there was a moment y'all can't see us. But there was a moment ago when Michelle said something and I was ready to just jump through my webcam and give her a great big hug. Uh -huh. I want you all to understand what what she's you, you got to pick up what Michelle Hall is putting down, because what she just put down is a basic principle here at Motown Philly. That's a cornerstone 
of communication, connection, and community. She said, I couldn't help other women until I told my story. You know what that means, folks? That means you can't help others until you help yourself. And the self is primary, not as an end, because that's narcissism. But the self is primary as a means to the greater end of helping other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Michelle is telling us. Wow, Michelle, that is that is such a that is such an awesome principle that you that's illustrated in your story, right? That you know you're walking around. It's sort of like the blind leading the blind, right? Yeah. You right. Can't, you can't give to others what you don't have yourself. Just say, keep saying that, Tim, because it's just like she she <laughs> wanted to she wanted to help, but she had something inside of it. <laughs> but that was preventing her from helping. So this brings me to another point. And I, I talked about this. Y'all need to go check out season two, episode eight on therapy, because if you remember last week, Jason and I were talking about how foolish you would look if you were suffering from physical harm after getting hit by a truck and refused to go to the doctor. Well, I, it's safe to say that people get hit by emotional trucks yes. in their life, right? I think Michelle has been very vulnerable about the figurative truck that ran her over, mm -hmm. right? And so for all these years, she was not dealing with it, but when she began to deal with it, she began to experience a new dimension of life that she had closed off from herself. So Michelle, the point I wanna make here, and I want you to, to talk about this a little bit if you, if you feel up to it. So, you know, imagine what it would be like to eat, and I'm not being vulgar here. What would it be like to eat and never have a bowel movement? <laughs> Think not about very, it. Not, not very comfortable. In fact, in fact, on the physical realm, we might die. You yes. would die. Absolutely. Right? Yes. I mean, your body expels what it does not need because it is poison. Yes. It is unhealthy. That's why your body expels it. So as it is in the physical realm, so it is in the emotional. What is it like to take in trauma, but never be able to let it out? What is it like to be emotionally? And I'm talking to the audience now. I hope y'all are listening, right? I mean, the emotional constipation, right? Um, the pain of having toxins inside of you that you cannot release and and so michelle could you could you talk about a little bit about what your life was like before you shared it and what your life has been like since you shared it because oh, that's that's good Tom. that's good I suspect, I suspect that's a 180. uh yes um well before I was able to share my uh, my story and you know work on releasing the toxicity. Um, I felt like I was, I felt like I was, 
I, I was faking my, my way through through life mm. because I I wasn't being my authentic self. Um, I guess it's similar to, um, you know, you create a facade, you you create a persona of what you of what you want people to to see or what you want people to think but that's not really what it is and so i i felt like that for quite a while um like i said i you know i i stuffed things down and it stayed down for for a while it probably started to surface and really started to bother me probably in in my 30s was when it really started to come up i don't know what really caused it to surface and start to bother me. I guess it doesn't really matter at this point, but you know, it started to become more to the surface. I don't know. Maybe it was when I, when I had my, my son and my, and you know, I, I had so many changes going on in, in my life and maybe that was part of what caused things to start to surface. But, you know, I just felt like I didn't feel like I was real, being real. I didn't feel like I was living authentically with external people or with my spouse. And, um, you know, that created its own issues. Um, but what you were saying about the, the, the toxins, um, as I started this healing journey, I would, I would find myself in yet a different safe space. I would, I would go to church and I would just weep the whole service. It's like I, tears would just flow the whole service. And I just knew that it was, you know, that my, my, my soul was being cleansed. It's kind of weird. Uh, because that happened i don't know how how long that happened i would go to church and i would just think the people around me like what is wrong with this woman every time she's in church she's crying the whole time but it was just like a quiet weeping it was just like i was just letting it all out i was just letting it all out and after church because i went to church by myself i would get in the car i'd clean my face off and I'd go home and I'd act like nothing happened. I would, because I was still, although I was healing, I still didn't feel like I was living authentically in my everyday life. So after all of that, um, during the therapy process, I ended up splitting up with my husband because, um, we had known for a long time that we were probably not suited to be together. You know, I, I, I loved him dearly and it was one of the hardest choices that I ever made. Um, but I still believe to this day that it was the best thing for both of us because we, we were just doing totally different things. It was like he had his whole life over here and I had my whole life over here. And I'm like, this is just not working. So with that, that was when I really came into my own because I had the time to focus on me. And so as I was healing from 
the past and the trauma and all of that, I got into a separation. And that was difficult. That was extremely difficult. Um, so it was kind of like I had to work through that. Um, but I, I wanted to get through that and I wanted to get through that well. So I was like, Lord, I just want you to help me get through this and show me what I need to know as a result of this. And um, it, it was about six months that um, <laughs> that I was messed up. I would not glad I didn't have to make any major life deep decisions during that time because I was up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, and it took me about six or six or seven months to really get to a place to where I could really figure out what was going on in, in my life. But then, you know, after I was really, you know, we were really into this, this thing and we decided not to get back to, together as husband and wife. Um, I, I really just started to come into my own and just really focused on getting to know me better and who am I by myself? You know, who am I? as a 40 something year old woman who is newly single, who's living on her own, you know, raising a, you know, a teenage son. Um, now we, we co-parented well, so that, that was not an, an issue, but it, it was just a whole different change. So I, I had a whole lot of change going on in a few years time and it was rough going, but I'm, it's, oh my gosh, it was so worth it. It was so worth it because I feel better about myself. I feel like I know myself better. I feel like I'm more authentic in who I am. Um, and I'm per pursuing what's in, in my heart. Whereas before I was more concerned about what would he think if I wanted to do this or he might not like this or he might not be on board. I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's just me. <laughs> so I can I can do me and that feels good. It feels good. Wow. Wow. Well, folks, I don't know. I just want to tell our listeners, you are not going to get content like this anywhere. <laughs> but Motown Philly. So, it, Michelle, we are absolutely loving this conversation and we're going to come right back to it in a minute. I know that you're an entrepreneur. I know that Jason Hall is an entrepreneur. I'm here in the hall of entrepreneurs. I got two halls <laughs> who are out there in those streets doing their thing and I just want you entrepreneurs, small business owners to know that here at the Motown Philly podcast, we are growing. Our listenership is growing. We have listeners in New York, Los Angeles. We have listeners around the world in the UK. We have listeners in Africa and we are growing and we want you to grow with us. We want you to consider advertising with the Motown Philly podcast. We have three packages that are affordable and available to you all. If you are interested in growing your business and advertising with the Motown Philly podcast, please contact us at Motown Philly community, all one word, Motown Philly community at gmail.com. That's Motown Philly community at gmail.com we will send you a description of each of our packages and we'll answer any questions that you have so if you want to continue to grow with us just reach out to us at motown philly community at gmail.com and we will get back to you and we hope to hear your ad 
on the airwaves with the Motown Philly family. So join us. We're growing. We want you to grow with us. So back to our conversation. Michelle, thank you. That mm-hmm. is a, that is a beautiful portrait of a before and after. Mm-hmm. It's almost as though you went from paralysis to complete liberation. Yeah, freedom. And, yeah. and freedom. Yeah, yeah, from paralysis, you were sort of shackled by the chains of of your trauma and you now are on the other side of that. And I can just, I can just, y'all can't see Michelle's yeah, face. It's beautiful. Can, it's beautiful. I can just see the joy in her face. I can see it in her affect, in her demeanor. Jason, I, I, man, look, I'm glad that I, I feel better about myself <laughs> just listening to Michelle. And what y'all need to understand is the lesson that she's giving us today. Right. And you are not good to yourself. And Jason and I talked about this last week. When you're not good to yourself, you are depriving others of the real you. Mm-hmm. And the world needs the real you. Mm-hmm. Like, I need the real Michelle Hall. Like, I ain't going to lie. I ain't ashamed. I shout it from the rooftops. Right. right. I need somebody. We all need somebody real like Michelle Hall mm-hmm. because when you tend to yourself, you all of a sudden now make everything that you have, every good thing about you is now shareable with the mm-hmm. world. Y'all ever see somebody make a nice social media post and somebody says, could you make this shareable, please? Mm-hmm. Make yourself shareable and get that therapy. Jason Hall, talk to me. True, true. Yo, we are definitely benefiting from the work that you put in on yourself. We are. Like, like uh, this is definitely a goose bumpy type podcast for me i don't know about for tim and all those who are listening yeah. um, M- michelle your betterment is is for all of us and i think that's kind of where we're gonna we're gonna start going in that direction in this part of the podcast like highlighting you and, and continue to highlight you but kind of what your what that inner work that you start working on and how you started to galvanize the vision and the energy to how you starting to to impact the community at large around you. And I think it's important to let people who are listening to us now and listen to us later know how, uh, know what you're doing out in these streets, if you will. <laughs> and, and maybe how they can eventually, if not, you know contact you if they need you so i know you you started a podcast called broken the blessed tell us a little bit about what you talk like what is your what was your vision what was your goal what made you even want to start it like because yeah you had a vision to help people but how did it turn into a podcast and what in addition to the podcast are there other things that you might that you help out and impact people with um um I didn't want to start the podcast. That's why I called you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to start the podcast. I had been, um, actually the podcast was prophesied to me that this was something that I was supposed to do. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, no, he got the wrong one. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) 
because and I didn't know about it. And, and you're right. And see, this is a back door. So as as Michelle and I worked together, like we were just we were doing what we do in our in our client sessions. And um, and I believe I brought it up. And then she was like, huh? <laughs> OK, you can finish. Yeah. So I didn't want to do the podcast. Um, I had been putting it off. You know, I'm kind of stubborn at times. So, you know, I, I was putting it off and I didn't want to do it. Not because I wanted to be disobedient, but because I had a fear of speaking publicly um, because I had uh, I have a history of a stutter and I did not want to get on a podcast or on a microphone and be stumbling through stuff. And I'm like, Mm-mm, no, I can't do this. Then I saw this ad for Mr. Jason Hall and the speaker's mechanic. And I said, let me check him out and see what he can do for me. And that's how Jason and I met. Mm-hmm. And um, and I got into his program. And um, look, I got to tell y'all, Jason challenged me every step of the way. Um, you know, there was a there, there was a funny story there too. That was one part of his training where I was I was so ticked off with him. I was getting ready to quit the program. I was like, I am not doing this. I am not doing this. <laughs> but. <laughs> Did you see right, y'all? She, I was she, done. I was yeah. so done. And he knew I was done because he checked on me every day mm-hmm. until our next session. And mm-hmm. he even brought Tim in to help me out because I was mm-hmm. like, I am not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad I stayed and um, went, went through the whole program. And, you know, Jason, one of the things that you told me that was very freeing for me it was a very simple statement but it was very freeing for me because i was so uptight about the the stuttering you said that it it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be perfect and you know that that is a simple statement but when you when that's in your mind and that's what's holding you back it's almost like you you like you, you, you were just like, it's it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. And so that was that was just very impactful for, for me um, because it's not perfect and it's okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's how, that's how we met. And um, he made my last assignment be my first podcast mm-hmm. episode. So um, although I was a couple months behind getting that done, but I got it done. You did. And, um, so yeah, so you know that's my my journey with uh, Jason, and so I the concept uh, that I want to um, put out for the podcast is it is to in- encourage, uh, inspire, and empower women survivors of childhood sexual abuse who have not healed fully to pursue healing. And I, I want women to pursue healing because I know what, it's fe- what it feels like on the other side. And a lot of times it's so painful. You know, women have a variety of experiences. So I, I can't say that one story is more impactful than others. Any type of sexual assault on a child is terrible. Right. And so... Um, so, so many women like myself internalize those feelings and it's not just the trauma of the experience, 
but there's a lot of other things that ripple out from that. And I had a lot of the ripples. Um, when I got myself in, into counseling, I had a lot of ripple effects that I had to deal with. And um, so as a life coach, um, those are the women that I help. The women who feel like they don't have a voice, they feel like they don't have power, um, and they are just living in this victimhood. And um, like we were talking earlier, it all starts with self. You know, I have heard so many stories. I've had a lot of women uh, survivors on my podcast and um, their their stories are all different, but they're all all the, the same at the same time. It's kind of weird. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of people want to stay, excuse me, want to stay in victimhood. They want to blame people, which blame is definitely there. No doubt about that. But that's not going to move you forward. It's not going to move you forward. And, you know, a lot of times when we are wronged, we want people to apologize. We want people to acknowledge. We we want people to take responsibility for what they've done. But in these cases, a lot of times that never happens. And for some women, they it's, it's like they can't move forward until they get that. But that's holding you hostage. That's, that's holding you hostage to somebody else's actions. And so my, my program is focused on self. What can you do? You know, if whoever victimized you never does anything, mm-hmm. what, what can you do for yourself? Um, because we are responsible for our own healing. Nobody else can do that because what if they come back and say, oh, yeah, well, I did it, you know, and I'm sorry. And I'll... what does that really mean? <laughs> you know, it doesn't it doesn't change anything. It doesn't make all these years that you've suffered go away. So even if you get what you think you want. What does that do for you, really? So my my program is focused on self and um so, you know, I have a program where I work with uh, these women, uh, a 12-week program where we go through a variety of things to help them, um, to help them um, with their, self-con- their self-concept okay. and to help them realize this is not all that you are and to help them step into their power, find their voice. And their and the and their strength as, as a woman, so that other areas of their lives can Im- improve. After they can, after they do those things, then they can set goals to do other things in in life. So, so, so Michelle, you you have a you have a tough message to sell because your message, in a sense, to women survivors of childhood sexual abuse is the abuse is not your fault but the healing is your responsibility and it is and yes that is that is tough that's a tough sell but but but, but you're doing it right and and that's what's so powerful but that's that's the only way they're going to get through it Mm -hmm. 
that's the only way that they can really get to healing. As 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 long as you are giving energy to pointing fingers and wanting someone else to do something, that's energy you're not giving yourself. Right. So and yeah, it it sounds a little harsh. You know, it may sound a little harsh because I know these are you know this is real pain mm-hmm. for the you know for the these women, and I I know that they want you know a lot of them want they want something they want a vindication they want something from someone else but they may never get that they may never ever ever get that and what i want the message that i want to put out is that you can do the work yourself if no one else does anything for you and i know it's possible because i've done it I've talked with other women who who's done it. Women are doing it. It is possible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I you know, I know it's a little harsh. It's a little hard. But what I what I don't want is to encourage women to stay in that state of mind and wanting and wishing and 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 hoping for something that they may never get. Mm-hmm. They can work on their own healing anytime. They don't have to wait on anybody for that. So that's what I want to see. I want to see them em- empowered and um, healed and whole and living full lives. Mm-hmm. And it starts with self. Michelle, I see that passion. Like, I feel that passion. Tell me, you see it. Like, it's if you guys were able to like see the podcast, eventually, maybe one day you will see the podcast plug plug hint hint um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um but right now just listening listening to hopefully you guys are are able to to listen and hear what michelle is saying and have it really resonate there's passion in the words that she's using and how she's come how she's expressing what this love for her to to share a a pathway to healing because she's experienced it herself so it's like she's done it and she's like yo guys this here's the light like come follow me i've i've drudged in certain ways through this pathway and there is healing on this side come follow me i can help and i i i see it and i hear it and i love it because like it's like Tim said, there's a glow from from where you were to where you are now. And Tim and I get to witness that. And hopefully those who are who are listening can can also feel the transmission. Of, Jason, I'm sorry. Not to interrupt no, you. you're good. I guarantee you that if you listen to Broken the Blessed, you're going to experience that same glow that you hear Jason talking about right now. It is a podcast that will be life changing for you, especially if you are part of Michelle's target audience, right? If you are a woman who is a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, uh, I think you're you're going to do yourself a great service by subscribing to that podcast. So you need to do that. But you know, Michelle, I, I'm just and Jason too. I'm 
I'm just I'm stuck on this because this is one of the things that I make that I think makes it so hard for people who are abuse survivors, whether it be sexual, physical, emotional, whatever, is that intuitively we have a if something is not our fault, we don't want to be the ones to fix it. Mm. We right. let the person I mean, because our, our rational intuition tells us this is not my fault, so it's not my problem. And the first thing, one of the first things my therapist told me is she said, Tim, you're not going to go anywhere until you come to grips with the role that you played in your situation. And I was like, huh? <laughs> what? No, that's a heavy word, though. Yeah, yeah, and and as Michelle said, and that's what see that's what makes therapy so powerful, right? Because if you think about the word psychology, it comes from the Greek word psuche, p s u c h e, which means soul. So it's about your soul. It's about the essence of who you are, and you know our reason tells us somebody hurt me that same person has to fix it but i hope you hear what michelle is saying because what she's saying is the person who hurt us chances are won't ever fix anything right right but we're they, they're still running around broken exactly. maybe, perhaps probably or, or still doing the same thing to somebody mm -hmm. else exactly and and whenever we abdicate our responsibility to another person for our own healing, we disempower ourselves. Yes. Right. And that's why I love what you said, Michelle. You said your your podcast, you want to encourage, you want to inspire. And what was the last one? Empower. Empower. Encourage, inspire, and empower. And I I don't know, y'all, if we understand jason and michelle just how powerful we are yes absolutely we are powerful being right i mean for those of you that are into the judeo-christian thing we are made in the image of god and even as god spoke into spoke light into the darkness you have that same, same power Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. capacity and i think what's so what's so awesome about your work michelle is that you are encouraging inspiring and empowering women to reclaim themselves absolutely that is what it's all about because that, that is just phenomenal the you know the experience uh of uh childhood sexual abuse of course is not the victim's fault and i don't and and i don't want that i don't want anybody to think that's what i'm saying because it absolutely is not but if you want to heal <laughs> sometimes you gotta do stuff alone because you're not gonna necessarily get the help from whoever victimized you and um you know it's 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 unfortunate that that these things happen you know 
no one wants to experience this and um is is very un- unfortunate it was you know these things happen to no fault of the victim um and i i think tim that's why you're saying it's such a hard sell because you know i can clearly un- understand you know someone saying i didn't do i i didn't do anything to cause this so why do i have to do the work well how do you feel in your soul how are you feeling are you are 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 you are are you healthy or are you having you know are you triggered are you you know do you did you turn to drugs did you turn to alcohol did you you know become pr- promiscuous as, as as a result looking for love in all the wrong places what was the result of of that beyond the sexual trauma what else did it do to you only you can only you can fix that mm-hmm. and um yeah it, it's a it's a hard sale but um i i think that as women recognize that they have the power to work through the healing process that more women it, it is my hope that more women will do that process so um because we don't want to we don't want to stay victims that that is not a that's not a good place to live from um you know it causes all all kinds of issues uh in our day-to-day lives and you know it 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 doesn't feel good to be burdened um you know a lot of times we like to stay comfortable we like to stay in our misery because it's comfortable it's all that we know and going through the process is not easy you know Mm -hmm. it's it's hard and you know you can touch places that that's gonna make you you know that's gonna make you cry that's gonna make you you know scream that's gonna make you you know say some things that you probably wouldn't normally say but i think it's worth the pain to get to the freedom it, it, it hurts so good i like to say sometimes it hurts, <laughs> it hurts so good well it don't feel good whenever you're going through it but no definitely it, not. It, it feels good on the other side yeah it definitely that's... feels good on the other side mm. man michelle hall out here making the world a better place. yeah <laughs> well i hope so ain't no other way to put it jay hey <laughs> michelle out here making the word flesh yeah making the world a better place i'm i'm kind of rendered speechless but not really um, just kind of basking a little bit michelle um just watching your growth into where you, where you came from uh, when it comes to your ability to articulate what you are now doing um and making the impact that you're making i just I'm in awe of, and, I, and I'm grateful to experience that and see it in real time and just see it on your continent. So that's, that's a beautiful thing. So I'm just, forgive me while I bask a little bit in your greatness. I love it. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. But you had a part in, in that as well. You and Tim both had a part in that. Um, my, my time with you was invaluable. So I, I really appreciate the work that you do uh, helping you know, helping people improve their their speaking, because um, there are so many people that have stories and messages that need to be 
released into the world. And, um, you know, folks may just need a little bit of help to get that out. So thank you for all that you do. Definitely. Definitely. You as well, Tim. Oh, oh, Michelle, I'm honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What you do, because... I don't eat, man. Listen, I ain't never gonna look at healing the same way after today's podcast. I can yeah. tell you right now, I, I am, I, I have. You have provided so much insight and so much wisdom and understanding and compassion, right, into such a difficult problem uh, that people face and have to deal with in our world. That it's just been a huge inspiration to me. Michelle, how can people, could you tell people a little bit about how they could get in touch with you uh, and and what types of programs you offer other than your podcast? I know you said you're uh, a life coach and could you talk a little bit about the things that you do and who, who's your typical, uh, who's your typical clientele and, and how could they get in touch with you? Well, uh, the name of my company is uh, The Esteemed Life. Um, and my website is uh, livetheesteemedlife.com uh, so they can check out the website. But I, I do have um, just one signature program where I work with women who, who need some help with their self-concept, who, who feels like they are who feels like they are burdened and um, feel like they don't have have they feel like they don't have a voice um and they feel like they're not living their authentic life and this program helps them work through those those things it it helps them to recognize the uh, effects that the sexual abuse uh has been having on their life so we, we we start there and then we work through um how those things have limited them in their life. Hmm. And then we go further and go into how we can re- reframe some of the- these things because oftentimes what they are believing are lies. Like, it, like what did I do? Or they, they carry the shame that is really not theirs, but they, you know, they, they carry that. Um, they may have anxiety. They may be, you know, going through depression because they feel like they're not worthy and all of those things. So we work through all of those, those things and, um, just help them to elevate their self-concept and to recognize their own power and their worth. Um, because the bottom line is that the sexual abuse is not who you are is an event that happened. It was a terrible event that happened and it had a significant effect on, on your life, but that is not who you are. So the program helps them to work through all of that so that they can come into their own self uh, awareness and then they can move forward in whatever area in their life that they, you know, that they want to move forward in, whether it be a job, you know, a lot of times they don't feel like they're worthy or qualified. There's a whole lot of effects that this thing has. So after we get them to a point of a new self-concept, then I help them set goals in certain areas in their life. 
Wow. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, and Michelle, folks can get in touch with you through just through your website. Do you have social media platforms where people can contact you as well? Yes. Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram at um, Live the Esteemed Life. I am on Facebook at The Esteemed Life. And my email is Michelle at LiveTheEsteemedLife.com. All right. All right. Wow. Michelle, you, girl, you got to come back. Yeah. You have this look. Listen, yeah. you got to come back, okay? Absolutely. Uh, just, I'll be glad to. Just know that you coming back. Okay. Uh, I suspect that once this episode gets out and gets circulated, people are going to be like, where's Michelle Hall? <laughs> I want to hear Michelle Hall. I'll be like, you, you need to go find her and get up in her program. If right. You, like, yeah. you really need to be up in her program. So, wow, that's fabulous. Uh, Jay, man, where can people find you, my good brother? Listen, you guys can find me on Instagram at The Speaker's Mechanic. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Jason Hall, Communication Skills Coach. I help professionals and business owners articulate their brand, get their confidence to where they can articulate and convey their brand message to those who they're trying to, to reach and do great things. <laughs> Got a living testimony to do great things in this world and impact and just make ripples that are very positive in this space. You better, you better go find Jason Hall so he can do for y'all what he <laughs> what he helped. But you see, you see his product, right? You know how they say. If you're a physical trainer, your body is your advertisement. Well, Jason got a body of work named Michelle Hall, who is his walking, living, breathing advertisement. If you produce this kind of result, Jason, oh man, Listen, I'm just I'm just a vessel. I was a tool, and Michelle, Michelle, she's doing she's doing all the work. She's amazing. She is amazing, and I'm like I'm the one that's blessed to be in connection with her. So we appreciate you, Michelle. Keep keep killing it out there. Keep killing it. Yo, Tim, Tim, where can we find you at, my guy? Right, Jay. Y'all can find me on Instagram at a good golden man. You can also find me on on X, formerly known as Twitter at drtjgoldenesq. And last but certainly not least, you can find me on Facebook at Tim Golden. Three things in life are certain, death taxes, and I am the only black man in Walla Walla, Washington named Tim Golden. I guarantee it, y'all. Take that check to the bank, and as they say in Memphis, it ain't fitting about. <laughs> Listen, Michelle Hall out here making the world a better place. Yes. Michelle, thank you again for for sharing your story, for your honesty, for your vulnerability. Today, Michelle and Jason, we have gone a long way toward furthering communication, connection, and community. Yo, that's Michelle. She's doing that. Here at the Motown Philly Podcast. I love it. Love you, Michelle. You got to come join us again. Thank you, guys. I'll be happy to come back anytime. Yes, yes. We are happy to have you, Jay. Uh, we love you, man. And I do believe that uh, we are out of here like Vladimir. <laughs> Peace.